नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथय मुदीर नष्टप्राएश भद्रेशु निगवत भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्ठिकीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद्भागवत कैंटो सिक्स चैप्टर वन एंटाइटल द हिस्ट्री ऑफ दि लाइफ ऑफ अजामिला टेक्स्ट नंबर थर्टी वन विकर्षत दासीपतिम अजामिलम दासीपतिम अजामिलम दासीपतिम अजामिलम यमा प्रेष्याष्णुदूता यम प्रेष्याष्णुदूता यम प्रेष्याष्णुदूता वारयाम आसुर्जसा वारयामासुरोजसा वारयामासुरोजसा विकर्षतोंतर्हदयासीपतिमिल यम प्रेष्याष्णुदूता वारयामासुरोजसा विकर्षतोंतर्हदयासीपतिमिल यम प्रेष्याष्णुदूता वारयामासुरोजसा विकर्षता स्नैचिंग अंत हृदयात फ्रॉम विथिन द हार्ट दासीपतिम द हस्बैंड ऑफ द प्रॉस्टिट्यूट अजामिलम अजामिला यम प्रेष्यान the messengers of yamaraj vishnu duta the order carriers of lord vishnu varayamasuhu forbid ojasa with three sounding voices translation and purport by his divine grace ac bhakti vedant swami propat translation the order carriers of yamraj was snatching the soul from the core of the heart of ajamila the husband of the prostitute but with resounding voices the messengers of lord vishnu the vishnu dutas forbade them to do so purport by shrila prabhupad a vaishnava one who has surrendered to the lotus feet of lord vishnu is always protected by lord vishnu's order carriers 
because ajamila had chanted the holy name of narayana <coughs> the vishnudutas not only immediately arrived on the spot but also at once ordered the yamadutas not to touch him by speaking with resounding voices the vishnudutas threatened to punish the yamadutas if they continued trying to snatch ajamila soul from his heart the order carriers of yamaraj have jurisdiction over all sinful living entities but the messengers of lord vishnu the vishnudutas are capable of punishing anyone including yamaraj if he wrongs a vaishnava materialistic scientists do not know where to find the soul within the body with their material instruments but this verse clearly explains that the soul is within the core of the heart hrudaya it is from the heart that the yamadutas were extracting the soul of ajamila similarly we learn that the super soul lord vishnu is also situated within the heart ishwara sarvabhutanam hrudeshe arjuna tishthati in the upanishads it is said that the super soul and the individual soul are living in the same tree of the body as two friendly birds the super soul is said to be friendly because the supreme personality of god is so kind to the original soul that when the original soul transmigrates from one body to another the lord goes with him furthermore according to the desire and karma of the individual soul the lord through the agency of maya creates another body for him the heart of the body is a mechanical arrangement as the lord says in bhagavad gita 18.61 ishvara sarvabhutanam hrudeshe arjuna tishthati brahmayan sarvabhutani yantraruhani mayaya the supreme lord is situated in everyone's heart o arjuna and is directing the wanderings of all living entities who are seated as on a machine made of the material energy yantra means a machine such as an automobile the driver of the machine of the body is the individual soul who is also its director or proprietor but the supreme proprietor is the supreme personality of godhead once body is created through the agency of maya karmana daiva netrena and according to one's activities in this life another vehicle is created again under the supervision of daivi maya daivi hesha gunamayi mama maya duratyaya at the appropriate time once next body is immediately chosen and both the individual soul and the super soul transfer to that particular bodily machine this is the process of transmigration during transmigration from one body to the next the soul is taken away by the order carriers of yamaraj and put into a particular type of hellish life naraka in order to become accustomed to the condition which he will live in his next life next body Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta purport. Shukadev Goswami is describing the history of the life of Ajamila to Maharaj Parikshit in order to stress the importance of bhakti over all other processes of self-realization. many times people think that uh, different processes are all equal 
but actually there is a lot of difference between the other processes and the process of bhakti so these uh, differences are clearly brought out in these descriptions just like here it is said a vaishnava one who has surrendered unto the lotus feet of lord vishnu is always protected by lord vishnu's order carriers the vishnu dutas such protection is not available for anybody else who is practicing ashtanga yoga gyana yoga karma yoga any other process of self realization so there is a very big difference Uh, protected means the yamadutas have no jurisdiction over devotees over those who practice bhakti yoga having surrendered themselves to the lotus feet of the supreme lord vishnu when lord krishna says sarva dharman parityajya mam ekam sharanam vraja अहम तां सर्वेभ्यो मोक्षयुच सो लॉर्ड कृष्ण गिव्स दट एश्यूरेन्स आई विल प्रोटेक्ट यू सो इवन इफ ए डिवोटी डज नॉट ट्रांसफर हिमसेल्फ टू द स्पिरिचुअल वर्ल्ड इमीडिएटली आफ्टर क्विटिंग दिस बॉडी स्टिल the devotee is not under the jurisdiction for his next body is not under the jurisdiction of the yamadutas yamadutas is for all non devotees so as shrila prabhupada says here the order carriers of yamaraj have jurisdiction over all sinful living entities who are the sinful living entities it's not just those who are violating the laws of nature of course they are sinful those who are violating the laws of nature the laws of karma but even those who are engaged in pious activities if they are not surrendered to lord vishnu then they are also considered sinful as far as the jurisdiction of the yamadutas is concerned this has to be carefully understood <clears throat> the jurisdiction of yamadutas is for those who are non devotees and transmigrate from one body to another during the course of transmigration for those who are under the jurisdiction of yamadutas because they are non devotees there is the arrangement to get the soul accustomed to the next body which the soul is going to get by the yamadutas taking charge of such a soul to subject that 
living being to that particular condition what we don't realize is if i am living in this body i become conditioned to living in this body whichever body it is it's not just this human body any body become conditioned so generally nobody wants to leave this body that's a materialistic way of life only devotees are actually detached from the body only devotees nobody else is detached from their bodies devotees are detached because they are engaged in devotional service vasudeve bhagavati bhakti yoga prayojitah janayatyashu vairagyam gyanam chayad ahitukam vairagya is possible all types of material attachments can be given up and one can develop true detachment only by bhakti yoga rendered to the supreme lord vasudeva otherwise technically somebody may be detached understanding this body as something material and spiritual being but because they are still engaged in some type of fruitive activity the yamadutas have jurisdiction over them the yamadutas still have jurisdiction over them so either somebody desires to elevate themselves to higher planets heavenly planets where they can enjoy different types of uh, material uh, enjoyment or somebody desires liberation not by surrendering to the supreme lord vishnu or krishna but by cultivation of knowledge by performing severe austerities according to the ashtanga yoga system to elevate themselves to brahma loka the highest planet in this material world hmm? brahma loka because at the end of brahma's life those who elevate themselves to brahma loka they are uh, compact within the body of brahma after the annihilation of this entire universe they are compact within the body of brahma and if they are still having any tinge of independent thinking that i am independent there is no understanding or sense of subordination to the supreme lord then they actually cannot go to the spiritual world with brahma they again take birth in the next creation along with brahma they are again born <clears throat> brahma means it's a post so the brahma who, who was occupying the post in this uh, particular creation 
actually is delivered to the spiritual world only if he is a devotee. If Brahma is a non-devotee, Bahir Mukha Brahma is a non-devotee, he is again taking birth after the dissolution of the universe. He again takes birth. He can take birth as Brahma again. So, it is not that at the time of dissolution of the universe, everybody in Brahmaloka, those who desire liberation, can get actual liberation. They cannot get liberation unless they are devotees. So, this merging into the Brahma Jyoti is actually the intervening period between one dissolution of the universe and the subsequent creation of the universe once again. There is an intervening period which is equal to the duration of the life of Brahma. That period they remain in the Brahma Jyoti in an inactive condition. They are not elevated to the spiritual world. They are not elevated to the spiritual world. And again when creation takes place, they have to take birth again. Why? Because they have a sense of independence. Even Brahma has that sense of independence because of which he is taking birth as Brahma. So, unless Brahma himself and all other living entities become devotees, there is no possibility of real liberation. Technically, somebody may say that being situated in the Brahma Jyoti is liberation. But such liberation is not permanent even for those who are uh, not having any material desire to enjoy in the heavenly planets. Even they can remain compact in the body of Brahma at the time of dissolution and remain in the Brahma Jyoti till the next creation. But at the time of next creation, again they have to take birth again. They cannot elevate themselves to the Vaikuntha planets. So, uh, this is explained by Lord Kapila in the uh, third canto of the Bhagavatam. That actual liberation is only for devotees. Actual liberation is only for devotees. So, therefore, uh, Srila Prabhupada particularly mentions here, the devotees or those who have surrendered to the lotus feet of Lord Vishnu are always protected by Lord Vishnu's order carriers. Because Ajamila had chanted the holy name of Narayana, the Vishnu Dutas not only immediately arrived on the spot, but also at once ordered the Yamadutas not to touch him. So, complete protection is given by uh, 
the Vishnu Dutas, by Lord Vishnu through the Vishnu Dutas, to anybody who has surrendered unto the lotus feet of the Lord. So in the Ramayana, there is a verse which says that Lord Rama gives the promise that anyone who just once surrenders to me, telling that I am yours, my dear Lord, and I am fully surrendered to you, just once, Lord Rama says, I give him always protection under all circumstances. Eternally, such a person is protected by the Supreme Lord personally. Even if the Supreme Lord senses Vishnadutas to protect, it is same as the personal protection of the Lord. Because the Vishnadutas, they are personal servants of the Supreme Lord. They are personal servants. So whether the Supreme Lord himself comes or the Supreme Lord sends Vishnu Dutas, it's the same. There's no difference. So therefore, uh, in order to surrender to the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord is the aim of bhakti. Therefore, repeatedly it is told in the scriptures, bhakti is not meant for liberation. Bhakti is not meant actually for some kind of physical transfer. Oh, this material world is a miserable place. Vaikuntha is a place free from all miseries. So let me go to Vaikuntha. This is not the spirit of bhakti. This is not the spirit of bhakti. Though, those who desire to go to Vaikuntha are able to develop the proper devotional attitude to the, towards the Supreme Lord. But still, the correct attitude of a devotee is not liberation. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu points out, apart from the four Purusharthas, which are described as goals for a civilized human being, Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha, there is a fifth Purushartha, which is only known to the confidential devotees of the Lord. What is that? Panchama Purushartha. Prema. Love of God. Krishna Prema. So that Panchama Purushartha is above the four Purusharthas. That's why the devotees are not even interested in moksha. The spirit of moksha which is actually described in the scriptures is that one should aim for this attainment of prema. Understanding that I belong to Krishna. I belong to Krishna. Hmm? Krishna says this in the Bhagavad Gita. Vitaraga bhaya krodha manmaya maam upashritaha bahavo jnana tapasa puta madbhava magataha. 
Madhbhavam agataha, Srila Prabhupada translates that in the fourth chapter. I think it's the tenth verse. Yeah. Srila Prabhupada says, being freed from attachment, fear and anger, being fully absorbed in me, means Krishna, taking refuge in me, exclusive shelter of Krishna, many, many persons in the past became purified by knowledge of me and thus they all attained transcendental love for me. Madhbhavamagataha Attained transcendental love for me. Krishna doesn't say they became liberated. You see, he says, Madhbhava Magataha. Madhbhava Yopapadyate. In the 13th chapter, he says, Attain my nature. Attaining Krishna's nature means attaining the same position in terms of uh, one's existence in relationship with Krishna. We all belong to Krishna. We are meant to live with Krishna. In Krishna's personal abode, everywhere is Krishna's kingdom. But we are meant to live in Krishna's abode in relationship with Krishna. And what is the kind of relationship? It is a relationship of transcendental love. That kind of relationship. So, that particular uh, aspect of understanding what is ultimate liberation. Mukti hitva anyatha rupam swarupena vivastitihi. This is clarified in the Srimad Bhagavatam. The ten topics of Bhagavatam, among them the ninth topic is Mukti. What is this Mukti? Or same as what is described as Moksha in the four Purusharthas. Hitva Anyatha Rupam, giving up all other positions. Swarupena Vivastitihi, Swarupa attaining one's original nature or one's original position, constitutional position as Srila Prabhupada says. What is that constitutional position? Jivera Swarupoy Nityera Krishna Das. See, the way it is explained by our Acharyas following in the footsteps of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, it's not so easily understood when you study all the regular scriptures. It's not so easily understood. That Swarupa, our original position, is Eternal servant of the Supreme Lord. And what kind of servant? That is described here as one attains transcendental love for Krishna and serves Krishna lovingly. We should not have any misconception about servant. Many times Srila Prabhupada says, when we say you're a servant of Krishna, people think like a servant of somebody in this material world. No, it is not that kind of servant at all. It is totally different. Therefore, we have to give up all material conceptions 
completely get purified of all material conceptions. Puta means completely purified. Not carry forward the same material misconception. Just like the impersonalists, even though they try to realize the spiritual nature, but still there is some tinge of material misconception in that they consider either themselves or the Supreme Absolute Truth to be impersonal. That impersonal conception is a misconception based on a materialistic understanding of who we are or who or what is the Absolute Truth. So in the material world everyone has a misconception about themselves and they hear about God or the Absolute Truth from the scriptures, they carry the same misconception that the Absolute Truth also is something like us. So if we are non-material, Absolute Truth is also non-material. If we are spiritual beings, Absolute Truth is also spiritual being. Then they extend just like we come to this material world and accept a material body, the Absolute Truth, the Supreme Absolute Truth, when incarnates in this world, also accepts a material body. See the material misconception? Because many places in the scriptures it is said the Absolute Truth is completely aloof from this material existence. So, if the Supreme Lord, the Absolute Truth is aloof from the material existence, why should the Supreme Lord come to this world? Unless he comes accepting a material body. Comes accepting a material body. See, this is the misconception. The Lord is completely transcendental to this material existence and even when he comes to this material world or incarnates on this material world it's clearly explained in the Bhagavad Gita ajopisan avyayatma bhutanam ishwaropisan prakritim swam adishthaya sambhavami atmamayaya atmamaya he has got his personal potency his transcendental potency, spiritual potency by which he incarnates, by which the whole spiritual world is conducted, by which all his activities are going on. Janma karma chame divyam. So this the Mayavadis cannot understand, the impersonalists cannot understand. That's why they come to an impersonal conclusion about themselves or of the Supreme Absolute Truth, about anything. They only have an impersonal understanding. So such people with impersonal understanding have got that sense of independence. They have a sense of independence from the Supreme Lord or the Absolute Truth. That's why they cannot enter into this kingdom of God. They are not allowed entrance. They cannot enter. So therefore Krishna says many times in the Bhagavad Gita 
that only my devotees enter my kingdom, my personal kingdom. Only my devotees, not anybody else. Similarly, protection of the Supreme Lord, even while in the material world, we are situated in the material world, is only for his devotees. Others also, he gives protection through the laws of nature, through the material energy. Material energy is going to punish somebody who exploits another person. Material energy is going to punish. But that doesn't mean it is the same as the protection by the Lord personally. Uh, again in the ninth chapters, in most confidential knowledge, Krishna tells, Ananyas chintayanto maam ye jana paryupasate tesham nityabhiyuktanam yogakshemam vahami aham. Vahami means personally I personally carry what they have and provide what they lack. So he takes personal charge. Means we come under the shelter of his internal potency. Mahatmanastu Mampartha Daivim Prakriti Mashritaha Bhajanti Ananya Manaso. So, the characteristic of those who are under personal protection is that they are always engaged in devotional service. What kind of devotional service? Pure devotional service. Again, there are people who consider bhakti to be like some other process of uh, self-realization. And such people perform uh, mixed devotional service. Because they carry the same even they carry the impersonal conception of the Absolute and perform Bhakti, Bhakti Yoga. Hmm? Just like one famous uh, uh, Shankaracharya, uh, one uh, uh, Kanchi Shankaracharya, he always used to chant the holy name of Lord Rama, Ramanama, always on his tongue. But, what is his description or understanding of the absolute truth? Impersonal. So, what will be his desire after chanting the holy name of Lord Rama? Because he thinks Rama is impersonal. And he thinks that he also has to attain that impersonal destination. So, where is the destination for all such people? Definitely they get liberation because they have whole life they have dedicated for attaining that liberation and they are completely detached otherwise. But they still have that impersonal uh, uh, understanding or uh, impersonal desire of impersonal attaining that impersonal situation. So this is because of their independent nature. So, this independent nature does not allow them to be elevated to the spiritual kingdom of the Supreme Lord. They remain in the Brahma Jyoti. In the intervening period between the dissolution of the universe and the creation. So, if they are elevated to the Brahma Loka, they remain in Brahma Loka. They remain in Brahma Loka till 
end of Brahma's life, till the universe is completely dissolved. Till then, they have to remain in Brahmaloka. So, uh, it is very clear that uh, only devotees are personally protected by the Supreme Lord. And the Supreme Lord has got his uh, personal potency, which is non-different from him under all circumstances, in all times, in all cases. Krishna and Krishna's internal potency are identical, completely identical. Whereas Krishna clearly says in the Bhagavad Gita that this material energy consisting of the eight uh, elements, bhumi rapo nalo vayu khammano buddhi revacha ahankara iti yamme bhinna prakriti rashtadha. It is also his energy, material energy is his energy, but it is bhinna prakriti, it is separated energy. And the internal energy is his personal energy, his own energy is non-different from him, completely identical with him. So therefore, if somebody searches for God in the external energy, they can never find God. At the most, they keep on searching, searching, searching. They may come to a realization of the impersonal feature which is beyond this material creation, which is a corner of the spiritual sky where the whole material creation is assembled and the material existence is situated within this corner of the spiritual sky. So that spiritual sky is what they realize beyond this material existence or material world or material universe. But there also there is no understanding of actual Brahman feature. What is the actual Brahman feature? It is the effulgence of the personality of God at Krishna. Yasya Prabha Prabhavato Jagadanda Koti. All these millions and billions of universes are situated in that effulgence of Krishna called the Brahma Jyoti or the spiritual sky. But the spiritual planets are also in the spiritual sky. They are also in the spiritual sky. But the spiritual planets are situated in the spiritual potency. Even though the material universe is also in the Brahma Jyoti, but they are situated in the material energy. This difference always exists. So, beyond the material energy or the material creation or the material universe, there is the Brahma Jyoti, but that is the covered portion of the Brahma Jyoti. It's like a cloud in the sky. We have experienced when it is daytime and the sun is shining, but if a cloud covers a portion of the sky, then it becomes suddenly very dark or we don't see the sun. Similarly, the covered portion of the spiritual sky, 
covered by mahatattva or the material energy actually is the portion of the spiritual sky which is called the material sky or the material existence so in this material existence there is no uh, proper understanding of the absolute truth possible no possibility so therefore only the devotees are properly situated to realize the absolute truth either as brahman parmatma or bhagavan anyway the devotees concern themselves only with the supreme personality of godhead who is the source of both parmatma and brahman and therefore the devotees have proper understanding perfect knowledge of all the aspects of the absolute truth that's why in the beginning of bhagavatam it is told by sutta goswami vadanti tat tattva vidaha tattvam yad gyanam advayam brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavan iti shabdyate the devotees know all the three features whereas the others they may partially know something about the absolute truth as brahman or parmatma but they can't realize the source of brahman or the source of parmatma so that is uh, the position of all others who are striving for self realization of the of themselves as the self or the supreme absolute truth as the self supreme self whatever they cannot get proper understanding or proper realization unless they take up the process of bhakti and the easiest way to take shelter of the supreme lord as is mentioned here ajamila had chanted the holy name of narayana that's why he got protection he is considered a devotee simply if you chant the holy name of the supreme lord you are able to attain that position as devotee means personally protected by lord vishnu under all circumstances so therefore the stress is given to even among the different uh, processes of bhakti the stress is given to chanting the holy name hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare hare ram hare ram 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 Let's stop here. Nantara Shri Mad Bhagavatam ki jai. Shri Prabhupada ki jai.